First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Hello, everyone, and uh, welcome to episode 27 of Utopia to Me with me, Chris Locke, your host. How's it going? Good to see you. I can see you right now. In uh, You live in an attic. Congratulations. You secured an attic as your own space. You pay a little bit of rent. That's fine. The glow of the TV um, shines out the attic window into the night sky. I think that's a great little place for you. Anyways, thanks for listening to me in your attic or your car or an airplane or wherever you are. Uh, maybe you're in the basement. Maybe you're in my basement. If you're in my basement, um, keep it down. I'm doing an intro to a podcast. This episode, I'm really excited because in Canada, honestly, there's sort of like a, a holy triumvirate of uh, male stand-ups um, that have been doing it for years. There's three guys that uh, if you ask any Canadian comedian who the best are, so far I've already had uh, one on earlier on, Brent Butt. We got him. It was nice. And this episode is one of the other guys. And now you guys will have to guess after this who the third is. But uh, I'm very excited. It's Mike Wilmot is my guest uh, this episode. And we had a great time. I went over to his uh, house, which is very far away from mine. Uh, it's it's literally the breadth of Toronto. I crossed the breadth of Toronto to go visit him. And we had a great time and laughed and chuckled it up. Uh, chuckled it up. And I'm really excited. So, you know what? I'm not even going to do a huge intro. Oh, it's around the same time anyways. But you guys are going to dive in. You're going to get listing right away. And you're going to enjoy it wherever your hovel is, wherever you pay rent, wherever you may roam. Some people just roam, as you will find out uh, in this very podcast, actually. So enjoy listening to Mike Wilmot. Here we go. Episode 27. And, uh, yeah, enjoy. Yeah, this is a. This is an evening. This this is like this isn't good. At the office. It's going to be like a neat contrast because my tone of voice will put them to sleep and yours will jar them awake. Yeah, yeah. So just <laughs> we're, yeah, we were slapping them around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so you can listen. This one you can listen to at the office. Oh yeah. Up, up there you go. Yeah. I'll just do that every so often. Hey, hey. Yeah, you, you say back, you go back to work. What you say back to work? Back to work. All right, take a break. All right. Okay, that's long enough. Back to work. Yeah, exactly. Back to work. Sharpen something. <laughs> do people have pencils anymore? Um, yeah, I think they do. Oh. Uh, maybe architects. Architects. Yeah, but they probably have those fancy clicky pencils. No, they though, probably they don't. To... You know, I bet you they use their finger in the sky now, and then the sky remembers. What I, they... That's what you don't? <laughs> no, well. I got sparklers downstairs. They do the same thing. Yeah, I think architects use sparklers yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> Get in a dark room, you draw a button, you make your friends do, like, just keep staring at it so it's burned in their head. Yeah, hey man, remember this building. Oh, it's, yeah, it looks like a swirl. <laughs> All those buildings look like swirls. <laughs> this, uh, this building looks like a big M followed by a W. <laughs> Far out, man, says uh, Matthew Watts. I hope they don't bring, don't, you're not bringing that back, are you? Bring far out, groovy, and all. I remember. You know that what? I've been on a, a kick. Kid oh. thinking that was stupid. It's stupid, but I've been on this kick watching those old 
Roger Corman like biker movies. Oh right, with uh, Jack Nicholson and Bruce Dern and all those guys. Yeah, and they, 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 those were those movies where they just like, okay, kids, uh, write it, direct it, star in it, and I'll be over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the problem. So even now in 2015, if you smoke and then you watch those movies, you're like, oh yeah, man. <laughs> it's like it just well that great. What's it? It's a great scene when they're uh, Easy Rider when they're around the campfire. Yeah. I, I I remember seeing that at the Roxy Theater when I was a kid in Toronto. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm thinking. Uh, Jesus, it, it was it was a repertory theater. I'm not that old. Oh, okay. Because I would have been like five or six when it came out. Yeah, I don't think that let, it came out. Sixty nine. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they let me in at, at, at five or six. Well, that'd be a, yeah, it'd maybe be a pretty imp- like impressive show. upon your life if a you saw it. Midnight showing. Age. Me and three other kids dress up as a tall person like they do in cartoons. <laughs> Yeah, then you go home and you go, Mom, what did all of that mean? (laughs) They didn't even know. Yeah. They didn't know. They were on acid. Jack Nicholson was actually hired for real to wheel, like, control the movie because apparently, like, Dennis Hopper was too crazy and and going out of his mind. I I heard he didn't, he he doesn't realize he was in Apocalypse Now. (laughs) I don't know if that's true or not. That would be amazing. He can't remember being in the Philippines. Yeah, for right. He's just in a time. jungle. Yeah, he thought he imagined being in the jungle. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, good performance. I should say just before we keep going that this is going to be a really good episode, episode twenty-seven, uh, with Mike Wilmot. That's who you're listening to right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though we've been uh, chatting for a bit, but uh, yeah, thanks so much for coming on. Oh well, uh, thanks for coming over to my house. Yeah, let's talk about that. Where am I? You're down the beach. Uh, I've yeah. lived down here most of my life. Yeah, yeah, just down there. That's the uh, that's the filtration place. Oh yeah, they, they always it's always an insane asylum in the movies. Well, I was born in the beaches until I was seven. Well, then, the, then you should be you should recognize the smell. I do. That's, yeah. that's the cats. It's too snowy today. I can't actually see anything. I know you're near uh, Gino's Pizza. That's what I yes. saw on the bus. Yes. That's what my eye remembers. And, uh, yeah, it's also near uh, it's near all Queen Street, uh, Queen Beach. My dad Pratt. had a house on Hammersmith. Do you know that one? No. Okay. I, but I grew up around Woodbine in Queen. What about Silver Birch? Yes, I know Silver Birch. Yeah, he yeah. had one there. Well, that's nice. <laughs> that's nice. Dad had multiple houses in the beaches. Am I a fi- is it the beaches or am I in Scarborough? This is technically that light that yeah. you drove past to get here. Which is a block away. That, that is Scarborough. Oh, so wow. we're in one block. We're, we're trash. Oh, get me we're out of one, here. one block in the trash. <laughs> yeah, so do you go when you... Uh, well, but the pools are free. from here, you got to wear the a pool, suit and the tie. Pool, the pools on this side are free. There's a charge to the pools on the other side. Is that serious? Something like that. There's so there's like these... Our water bill is different. Those lights are the tracks. Yeah. Well, it used to be that way, and now it's all just one happy family. This is a very nice old house, too. This is this was built when this was uh, a village. This I don't even think this part of this was part of Toronto. Yeah, at the time. No, for sure. This was this was like a cottage suburbia. I actually thought on the way here, um, this area of Toronto makes me feel like I'm not going to the East End as more as I'm like going back in time to the beginning of Toronto. You are going to the beginning of time. You get closer to the bluffs. (laughs) Yeah, where Toronto is falling into the lake. Yeah, so we're we're living on the edge. Have they ever found uh, dinosaur fossils there? I don't know. I don't think they've ever looked. (laughs) They don't care around here. I don't think they just go anywhere willy nilly and look. I think they have to they have to be building something. You have to have a hunch in the gut. They're, they're putting in a tennis court. How do you they, find they found dinosaurs? A skull. I think there's dino, dinosaurs here. I have a hunch. <clears throat> Not at the moment. <laughs> but you have to have a feeling. I think something's walked. Something large walked through here once. Yeah. Let's keep digging until we find evidence. Like one of those old guys that feels the weather changing in his knees. Oh no! I thought that's who you we, we were digging up. <laughs> yeah, that's let's the find dinosaur. One of those, yeah, let's find one of these old guys that like, were really weather sensitive. Let's I found a dinosaur. Oh, it's just my great grandfather. Yeah, we found his knee. Look, at, it vibrates when it's raining. Yeah, he, he used was, to have he, feathers on it. We thought he was full of shit. <laughs> he had a vibrating knee. Must have drove him mad. Still vibrating after all these all years. All these years. That's why the bluffs are collapsing. Once he gets over 70, whatever, not even degrees. What's that? Huma Pascals? What? what, what Damp is my point. See, sometimes you just can't. Once keep a going. human skeleton gets really damp, it starts to vibrate. <laughs> that's how some people know. Or the, near oil. Yeah, that's right. A divining. Rod. I sense oil. Yeah, I always do. Usually, if you sense a lot of oil, you have to go to the doctor after. Well, well, technically, most everything is made of oil, so you'd have to be pretty. The human body is seventy percent oil. It is seventy percent oil. Yeah, thick oil, <laughs> thick dark oil. <laughs> Dinosaur bones in it. 
Uh, I'm going to say this before we continue. Yeah, we did the debaters, not this against each other, but we did it recently in Ottawa. Yes, in the nation's capital. And you really inspired me to get in shape. Oh. You just did that recently. Yes, yes. I had a, 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 a minor uh, health scare, yeah. but enough to put things in perspective. So, uh, yeah, I hit. Uh, I just started working out and yeah. changed my diet. And you look great, feel great. I feel I feel optimistic for it, which is terrifying. So I, I know I'm dying because <laughs> I'm feeling optimistic. It's yeah. just so typical of me. I'm going to yeah. die on that treadmill downstairs, and I'm not going to use the little safety thing, so my face will be ground off when they find me. <laughs> I'll be pinned in the corner. It'll be an awkward angle. People will wonder for years how did he, how did he get like that in that position? They won't know it's you because your teeth will be gone. All gone. Depends on when they get me. Yeah. If I, God forbid, Lane's out shopping, <laughs> just find a foot. Everything else is pulp. That's how long it takes. It's One a, shopping they're trip. They're very dangerous. Your toast. Yeah. She had forty minutes tops to grind me right down to a foot. <laughs> just like relish, like Wilmot relish. Would just be or. or or something grosser. Yeah, I don't know. People what? might be in a Wilmot relish. Chutney. I'd be Wilmot chutney? chutney. That's a pile of chutney in a foot. Interesting you say that. The listeners that do listen to this know that I love Indian food. So look out for Wilmot chutney. Well, remember. If you see Wilmot chutney remember in the store. Chutney isn't Indian chutney. It's not? Everyone's got a chutney. Oh, I only there's, know it from Indian. There's Scottish chutney. There's Irish chutney. People oh, I forgot. Are, I'm talking to a guy that's traveled all over the world. Ch- chutney is not a... Is not a uh, uh, country specific. Why did Every I think it was country Indian? has a version of, of chutney. Did the English bring it to India then? Who knows? Probably. <laughs> or the other way around. It's usually if India brings it to Britain, it's better. Yeah. Especially food. Like gin. Like, uh, for instance, uh, Britain, the only good late night food you can get is Indian. Curry, right? Yeah. Any, yeah. They've got some, they, they, have the, the, they have a place called Gaylords. It's like the, the number one uh, Indian place in uh, Europe. And I'm not, I'm, not even, I'm not saying anything. You guys can't see, but I just got a big smile on my face. What? what just because I said going to Gaylords to eat? <laughs> People line up to get into Gaylord. Uh, if I'm there, I'm going to Gaylords. I the love place, Indian food. First place you go because you love Indian food so much you'd suck a cock to get some. <laughs> I love Indian food so much. It's, it needed to come out. Uh, yeah. I know. You can't, you can't carry that load. No, okay, no you no. got to say it. You, you can't that. carry that load. That's my utopia. No pun intended. You're... I knew I'd work it in. Utopia is to unleash the load. Unleash on everyone. <laughs> unleash the load. Get out there. I did want to say, though, when we were in Ottawa and you were telling me about it because everyone was marveling at your your new healthy look. You My socks you... are staying up. First time I've had calves. Oh, really? I yeah. thought they'd fall down. No, no. no. Oh, because no. your muscles. I actually have calves. Yeah. And this I just found out. Pants, as yeah. in trousers, yeah. fit around your waist. <laughs> That's remarkable. These yeah, I'm working up, on that. I used to have them up pretty high. Oh, yeah? Pretty, yeah, pretty high. Or way low. Mine are way low. Yeah, and they're, they're, I'm from the way low generation. And when, when you have a tummy, you, you, you cinch up your belt. You're basically cutting yourself in half, and all your intestines get all... Uh, right. Your intestines are pissed. Yeah, they're mad. It's, my intestines have never been this relaxed. Yeah, I nice. can do, Don't worry. I can do the whole podcast. I'll be here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are drinking tea, so be careful. Uh, I'm, I've got a coffee. Oh, you got a coffee? I got a coffee. But your intestines are relaxed. They'll be fine. I get but you said to me, don't wait till you get a... That's an impression scare. of you, right? Health scare. Most kid. people But do you said it. kid, too. Don't you know what's weird? People do my impersonation of my voice, and then I outdo my voice when I respond. Yeah, you're, you're the best at it, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Can you do any other impression? No. No, they have to be gruff. Oh, let me say this before we can uh, start, too, f- officially. I We've started, but... <laughs> Yeah, I, you're my part of my collection now of guys that have been on the wrong guy too, because Dan Redekin was on recently. Oh yeah, Dan. Oh, I big big. Uh, he's a big comedy hero. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, I couldn't believe you're it. awesome. I was in a movie with Dan Redekin that was so good. We high five in it. Yeah, I felt that's so right. Cool. I felt so cool. <laughs> yeah, that was years ago. That, but that's Dave one of was, my... you know he was nice enough. He gave me a name. Yeah, yeah I'm Wallace. You yeah, know, no one ever refers to my name, but it's better than just saying "fat guy in office." Yeah, yeah, which is you weren't that fat. Come I on. was pretty hefty. All right, I uh, was I was a thirty-eight. Never know my weight, but I was a thirty-eight forty back then. Uh, Elvira Kurt, who's a very awesome, uh, nice person, we get along great. She opened up like I did a we did a fundraiser last night. She opened up her set last night by throwing me under the bus, saying, "You got this fat bald guy up here," and I was like, "Oof." What? Even though I get what but she's did she, doing, did she do it in a Rickles? Rickles? Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, it's Rickles. But but there's still a part of me in the back of my mind that's like, am I that fat? No. <laughs> well, she's skinny. 
She's ve- yeah. She's very thin. Very skinny. She's she's still doing that Waldo thing. No, not right. Not no. last night. No, last time I saw her, she. Was, but right. everyone's fat compared to her. You're right. She's a, yeah. She's vascular. Yeah. She's like Sandy Seamus. Like you. Could, oh yeah. You could ride a streetcar through her veins. She lives on a farm now. Yeah. I'd yeah. love to get her on this. I bet you would. She's a dangerous woman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sandy Seamus. Don't, if you're a young man, stay away from her farm when it's I sense time. that. I she'll, sense she'll that. Just jump, she'll just jump out of the, the loft and just grab you and take oh. you in there and do things. <laughs> she's, a, she's an angry, desperate woman. I, to I love her. Yeah. I love her. For anyone that knows her, I adore Sandy Seamus. I want to go to her farm, but I'll bring a crew with me. Bring, bring a crew and, 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 uh, and, you know, and maybe a few torches. Okay. So I want to smoke her out. <laughs> Smoke her out of Smoke her own her farm out. to do my powerful, podcast. Powerful woman. Don't let her. She's got. She's got Gibbon strength. Wow. Yeah. Gibbons. That's huge. You don't think Gibbons are right, but you try. You love my monkeys. Monkeys and uh, and apes. Of course. Who doesn't? Um, were we recording or no? We didn't record. You 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 guys missed it. But this is his second monkey analogy. Is that my second one? Yeah, because remember you were talking about when you get fat in the ape world. Oh, well, we are apes. Yeah. Sort of. Oh, I love. Yeah, so I love it. I. If you cannot go riding the bus today, I almost the jostled. I almost fell over. I used my ape toes you know, to hold see, onto the see, floor. See, they come back. I yeah. wish I had one coming out of my ankle, though. Yeah, that's like, the one the, thing. The one you're missing. Either that or like an eagle's claw. But if you ever have friends that smoke too much weed, try to tell them that they've got that. <laughs> and it fucks them up. You see, it changes their, their gait. Yeah, they're like, they, no, they don't, they don't, they don't want, want they to. They want to stand on their toe. On their side toe. Yeah. What about if we had monkey strength, but then like a eagle's claw foot? That'd be kind of cool too. Well, we do have. We're, we're a weak monkey. Compared yeah. To, compared to the great apes. Smart a monkey. monkey like funny a, monkey. A chimp could kick the shit out of a human. What do you think's funnier, a human or like just an average chimpanzee? I always thought what was funnier than a chimpanzee smoking a cigar was a human <laughs> smoking a cigar because it's dumber. Oh man, good point. Like, like a, a ch- chimpanzee finds it, he's mimicking you. Yeah, you're right. When you see a guy trying to look cool smoking a cigar, I, I think that's hilarious. All chimpan- chimpanzees smoking a cigar look like George Burns. Uh, well, they do. Do you ever notice that? Yeah. Well, well, a lot of people don't know this, but George Burns uh, was a chimpanzee. Oh yeah. Yeah, and, I so, can and see Gra- that. Gracie was yeah. a, uh, was a different kind. So <laughs> that was back then. Yeah, you know she 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 was a she was a she uh, was a smart chimpanzee she, pretending she, to be dumb. She was a, actually she was a, a dwarf orangutan. Oh yeah, and George Burns was Jewish, so that always, that had this big thing back then. Yeah, yeah especially yeah. the vaudeville era. I'm a Jewish and I'm a monkey, and then they would <laughs> they would do that dance. I'm a dwarf orangutan. Yeah, and it was hilarious. Especially yeah. on the radio. They don't make uh, comedy like they did in vaudeville. They, they don't, don't it, interbreed as well, much anymore. A, lo- a lot of it has got to do with the rainforest. The Marx Brothers, I think uh, Chico was the only real human being as well, right? No, no. see, that's where every, Chico was the only grunt Marx Brother. It was only him. <laughs> it, was, it was only him. Good, yeah, they yeah. had good film the, the uh, Harpo, techniques back then. He, Harpo was his last character. No, Gummo. Gummo yeah. ne- never took off, Gummo. Gummo is the Marx Brother that's like... Every now and then, a picture will surface, like from Argentina, like uh, him is killing this a- Hitler. Yeah, but kill- it's like it's Gummo Marx. <laughs> He's killing a cat. <laughs> yeah. This is uh, okay. One more thing before he had. To, he had I, wonder, I always had Gummo. <laughs> he had horrible, horrible teeth. <laughs> oh, Gummo. Yeah, exactly. Because there's Zeppo. Yeah, great yeah. teeth. He loved lighters. Yeah, he loved lighters and, and the Zeppelins. Pyroman- pyromaniac with great teeth. <laughs> Pyroman, which Gum- is what he's also known as. Gumbo liked to chew on hard things. Gumbo? Gumbo. <laughs> yeah. I love Gumbo. Gumbo, Gumbo Marks. He was a hot, saucy. <laughs> yeah, huge sausage. He contained a lot of shrimp. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whenever you're in New Orleans, keep an eye out for the old Gumbo Marks <laughs> hanging out in the swamps. Uh, there, oh, you know what? There's a place. There's got to be a place. Gumbo <laughs> for Marks. For sure. Um, okay, let's. You travel all over the world. You've been doing stand up for a million years. Yes, you're slightly less than a million people in uh, people everywhere that uh, know you, love you. As a, you're one of their favorite stand ups ever. Oh, you've had you've been sh- you're in Stuart Lee's book. Oh, right? yeah, bless him. Yeah, he, he didn't he give you a shout out. That's huge. He's I I I didn't realize. But I knew I, I knew I was being studied by him. We were in. Uh, Ed, no, we were in uh, Melbourne together. Yeah, and he had, he came to see my show a few times, and he's really a clever kid, you know. So, well, yeah, he's amazing. 
But yeah, so you call everyone kid. Yeah, but it's fun that way. <laughs> Listen to my voice. It's great. If you had a voice like mine, you'd call people kid, too. It works. Yeah. I can talk like Gleason. I've got I've got this license yeah, so to call have... you kid. Oh, you have the Don't license. get all pissy. You don't got pissy about that? Mark Forward. Big surprise. Oh, yeah. But Forward got pissy because I called him a kid. And I really I hurt my... Uh, I didn't never had of any course. intention of hurting his feelings because I'm a big fan. Well, if you're listening, Mark, he calls everyone a kid. and I haven't He had, knows that now. I haven't he had him on now. the podcast yet. He knows that. I, I, I love Mark Forward. I think yeah. he's I think he's uh, he's the future of Mark Forwards in this country. <laughs> I'll say. I'll second that. And then so you you know all these greats because you've been traveling around with them. They've been looking up to you as a great all over Melbourne, Edinburgh, and uh, Europe and you've been other places too, but you're going to Adelaide this Thursday. Yeah, we fly out in a jet airplane that go rather quickly. <laughs> yeah. From this is how far away I'm going to be. We leave Thursday 6 p.m. from Toronto. Yeah. And we should be pulling into Adelaide Saturday around 2.30 in the afternoon. Isn't that amazing? And then I have a show that night yeah. that I just said yes to yesterday. They give you a, a break to, you know, you can come in and have a day off. Yeah. What's the point? Right. You know? Sometimes your weirdly disoriented, tired sets are your favorite I love sets. Them. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. I like to think, at least it gives me a, a a precise nine o'clock time in my brain. I, I I have to be ready to work at nine p.m. Australian time. Yeah. What am? Oh right. With this mic, you can say it. <laughs> See, he doesn't. These microphones aren't like they have to. You have to really. Well, I just don't them. want room tone all over the room, room, damn place. It, 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 it's a nice room though. That's it's not a, it's why. A good room. I'm not insulting the tone you know, of this room. You know, Zeppelin recorded uh, three of their albums in this living room. Yeah, it feels like that. Not Led Zeppelin though. Just, you know, <laughs> Zeppo Marks. Zeppelin Marks. <laughs> he was a huge guy. Yeah. Huge. That's why you have the uh, all the um, witchcraft uh, symbols painted all over the walls, right? <laughs> oh, so you noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's the burning cat hair I don't like. See? Two monkeys, two cats. Every time I talk. I was a cat reference. That's the second yeah. cat. Two monkeys. But I think where you're coming from, and I agree with you, animals are better than and, us. Way better. They're, oh, Christ. They're cool. No, no. No, no, yeah, but you know they they can't do push-ups. Well, they can, but they don't know why. <laughs> yeah, you ever see a monkey doing push-ups? No, they never. It's got a look on its face like, what the hell is oh, wait, this? I look good already. Why am I doing this? <laughs> I'd love to see like a rhino doing a push-up. I, I've seen rhinos in the wild. I've been in Africa. You've been in Africa? I've been to Africa. Did you go to for comedy? We went on the safari. It's my favorite place. You uh, and Hemingway and who else? Uh, me, Hemingway, and Stuart Francis. <laughs> That's and, amazing. And we were in, uh, yeah, we were in uh, South, uh, twice, twice. Yeah. And uh, saw uh, a, rhino, a rhino, we went on the surface, saw rhinos and um, okay. don't, didn't see any of the big cats. But At first I thought you said Ryan. We saw Ryan. Ryan. Had... He was there too. <laughs> he was there too. He uh, hiding in his tree. <laughs> he's, Look, he's, a Ryan. He's a schizophrenic. They're just, they're, they're, they're all the villages are terrified of Ryan. Africa is known for wildlife and, and schizophrenics. And AIDS. Yeah, yeah. And it, AIDS. The, three, the three R's. <laughs> I don't know. What? <laughs> Rhinos, AIDS, and Ryan. <laughs> Raids. Raids. Um, okay. Well, let's, I'm going to get started just because this is a blast, but it's almost 20 minutes in of just getting to know you. I think... People don't need to get to know you, but this has been fun. But I, I, wanna... I think they do. Huh? I disagree. You don't think they do? No, warm nothing like a warm-up. If you get on your treadmill, you, always, you know, you always have to do a warm-up first. So this was our warm-up. Wait, do you warm up on the, before the treadmill? No, I stretch, basically. Stretch. Yeah. And I think that's what this was. This I'm was bad stretch. at stretching. You should stretch. I'm you. nervous. You should stretch. Don't be nervous about stretching. <laughs> <laughs> what a ridiculous thing to be nervous about. You don't know me that well. I'm well, nervous. now I do. I think that's enough. Yeah, Chris, I, I, he's nervous for, about he, stretching, right? Stretching makes him nervous. That <laughs> that shapes my entire opinion of your, from now on. It makes sense. I think that's a good... It's uh, a nice touchstone of, of yeah. from that we we build out. It means a lot. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure what, but it means a lot. <laughs> you know it's a lot. You just don't know of what. So... <laughs> you haven't uh, listened to any of these, and that's fine. What? I, I All it. these podcasts. Yeah. Right. Who would? I get it. Um, if you're listening, thank you very much for your patience. I'm thanking you in, in, in advance. <laughs> but so it's about utopias. Right. Utopia to me. And so we're going to uh, – have you thought about it at all? Just now. <laughs> yeah. I just want to – 
I mean, you live a really nice life here anyways. You have a nice house. You travel all the time. Uh, I got a nice dog no, named well, there's, Jack. There's, that was going to be sort of my point. Yeah. Like, I think Utopia is an idea for other people. Yeah. I'm, 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 right, I'm in the middle of it. Is this your perfect environment to live in? Uh, Canadian weather? I, 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 could get, I could get up north a little more. That, that's about it. Really? I could even I in the snow. Eat, oh mind? Christ! Yeah. I, I, oh yeah. I go up. My Most buddies. people come on. They don't want to be around snow. No, really. I, I like you hide. You go up in the woods and you cut wood and, and you, you, you you go to my friend's cabin. And yeah. You chop wood to stay uh, alive. Yeah. It's a wonderful, simple thing. You make tea on on the wood stove. It takes forever. So you love that? I love that. that. lifestyle. The yeah, woods. But not forever. Woods. No, no, Christ, not forever. You no. just want that I don't want to be a visit. homesteader. You know, yeah, no, yeah. Just, just for three or four days. But that's a couple an bottles of wine. Interesting point, though. With the, you, make, you chop the wood to make the fire means more. Like to chop the wood. Like, yeah, it's not, a, it's not an aesthetic. Yeah. Like, we don't have a fireplace. It's all locked in a stove. You can't see it. Like Toronto now is inundated with hipsters that will chop wood because maybe girls might be watching. It, really? Probably. I, th- I do think, really, you can't wear a lumberjacket as a fashion statement without one day having to break down and, and, and chop some wood. I've chopped wood in I've, Algonquin Park. I, well, there is a perfect place. I've chopped wood in Algonquin Park. I've got an axe downstairs that has chopped wood in Algonquin Park. <laughs> okay, keep it in your pants. Okay. <laughs> Are you just glad to know? <laughs> is that an axe in your pocket? That's the Canadian version. Yeah, yeah, we, um, yeah. That's very cool. Okay, so you like the up north's... Um, in your world, is uh, what about population? Is this enough people for you in this planet? Do you want? Uh, I haven't less? played them all yet. Let's actually, in real life, let's talk about how. Can you list all the countries you've been to um, as a traveling man? Uh, pretty, I think. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, China. Yeah. Uh, uh, Italy, France. Yeah. Uh, England, Ireland, Scotland, Wales, um, Am- uh, Denmark. Copenhagen, wow. or uh, uh, um, Finland, Whoa. Uh, Africa, Australia. Uh, uh, That's Hungary. Really? Uh, what did you do in Hungary? Okay, for expats that live there. Oh, really? Yeah. Sweet. Um, and more. Have you ever been to India? Not yet. There's a gig in Mumbai. Are you going to do it? I'm going to do it uh, this coming year. I'm doing Mumbai and Dubai, and hopefully wow. uh, I get to get out to uh, where they've got one in Tokyo, and get back to Hong Kong again. Wow. There's a great gig in Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah. I should do it, and you should do it. I want. I'm really envious of the India one. I've always wanted to go to India. My friends all go to Mumbai. And they have all gone back to do it. It's a comedy store gig. The yeah. London Comedy Store started, and every one of them has told you the story about a, uh, a, uh, a horrendous diarrhea to be avoided. Yeah. And uh, someone has always, right in front of them, a shit on the street. And yet, they go back. They love it. There's something weird about that country. Like their buddy shit his pants? No. Or like, or... no, just some guy in the street. <laughs> Because you know they they, they have the uh, you know that, that kind of society going, so uh, yeah. yeah, you could it's 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 like well, tra- they, all they say it's like tra- the, time travel. They all but bathe they in the same r- dirty river, right? And we, where, yeah, and yeah. It's, well, it, I get that the river it's, is it's, significant. It's, the world is a time machine, and that's in a, in a certain time. Some so, parts of it, like look at Hong Kong, is either the most stunningly modern future city. In the world, or the, and then across the, uh, the water on mainland China, it's it's like going back in time. Isn't it's that a, weird? It's yeah, it's wild. That's what yeah. makes it fun. Yeah. So, out of some of these places that you've been, where it's like super populated, have you ever thought like less people, please? Oh, London. London. Oh, it's more if, than if New York, right? If you're, if you're stuck on the two, no. But in New York, they're uh, I think they're they're better at it. Yeah. Like they're a happier crowd. Uh, Britain, oh, unless see. the weather's been, you know, they, they, in London, they, they get a little surly. Yeah, yeah, they're they're, they're 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 a whingeable nation, but it's, but uh, yeah, not, only only on the tube, never on the streets. I, it's, it's always it's always exciting. Like Oxford Street's always right. exciting. Just on the tube, people are stressed. Just yeah, on the tube, everyone is stressed. The tube always, I've every, never been there. Not every nine people's a lunatic. It always makes me think of American Werewolf in London. Of course it does, and I've always been looking for that tube station. I want to see that movie again just to remember. Yeah, what that tube. I think about that constantly. Yeah, 
It's a, but so far nothing. It's amazing. So far, not one werewolf. What Bullshit. About, what about if you had to settle down in a house? Is this the type of house that you'd want forever? Is oh, I don't perfect? give a shit. You don't give a shit no, about no. houses. No. So you're just basically, if you had your way, which you basically do, you're a robot. I do. You're a drifter. Yes. You're a wanderer. Yes. I, I would, if I wasn't doing what I would, what I am currently doing, mm-hmm. I would be sitting somewhere miserably dreaming of doing uh, what I'm actually doing now. Wow. I like that a lot. Yeah. You came over here. Uh, yeah, exactly. That, that's even, even better. Yeah. Like, have no. you lived, have you ever like slept outside just because nothing was organized for that night? Like when you're on a travel or something? No, no, no. Yeah. no I'm not an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you're a drifter, not I'm an a, idiot. I'm a drifter that goes to nice hotels. <laughs> I, I, I rented a shitty uh, uh, place once in London, for, but it was still fun. Had a great back garden. Yeah. Yeah, that was about the worst I ever got. What was it? Uh, it's just a shitty one room. Oh yeah, in uh, in Crouch End. But good but garden. I, but you know, the landlords were lovely, and it was in a really cool neighborhood. And you don't have to sit inside. Even at this age, would you like do the thing where you sleep on a buddy's floor? Sure. What? Yeah. No, I like that. I, I man, no, you lose that. I, I'm reading this book. There's right no now. way to be normal in this. It, there's. Yeah. I've been doing this. This is my life. I I, yeah. I look at you know, what the people would consider normal as some of the scariest shit I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I agree. I like, but yeah. I don't. Uh, that's why not everyone does this. And when did you start? Oh, I was about. I guess I went on with a friend of mine when I was a teenager, when I was eighteen. But taking it yeah. seriously to try to be a stand-up. Yeah, I think I was about twenty-one. So still thirty young. years ago, still. A- Young start. People start a little bit later with stand-up. I was horrible for a long, long time. Yeah. It seemed that way. There's only one club, and you get seven minutes once a month. Oh, so yeah. very, very difficult Hard to, to grow. get stage time. And then then as it grew, I, I, I think I, I, my career sort of woke up in, in about 94 Oh, yeah. 94, 95. Is that when you started traveling, too? That's when I did my first Just for Laughs, which led to my friend Phil Nickel from Corky and the Juice Pigs right. getting me out to uh, to Edinburgh to do the Fringe. And that... Amazing. That was 95, and that changed my life completely. That's amazing. My whole outlook had changed. Because every... It was all about L.A. and New York when I was a kid. Yeah. And uh, even Boston was uh, was a destination in the in the late 80s, early 90s. And, right. Um no one ever talked of Edinburgh, and then, you know. And, uh, and <clears throat> by the way, also, it was the early 90s, so comedy was horrible. Like, I went to L.A. in 93 or 94, and it was it was horrible. So Right, uh, it was still reeling from the collapse of the yeah, 80s, right? It was just it was all just, just fucking horrible. Dude. Like, uh, yeah, sports coats still? Uh, well, not even, you know, just lack of, everyone seemed to be auditioning. It was on television. All the time. It was like what Britain is now, actually. Do you have a headshot with you in a sports coat and a cigar? I want to be in a sports coat. <laughs> and I have a hanky. Oh, that's all right. And I'm, I think I'm leaning in. I look like a hypnotist. Hey, that's all right. Yeah, like, yeah, really quaffed hair. You'd be the funniest hypnotist ever. It would be, yeah, well, because I would keep saying, this is all shit. <laughs> You're very thirsty. Fingers. Yeah, when I, when I snap my fingers, who gives a shit? So you're with a salt lick. You're thirsty. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I only really got into traveling in my 30s for well, it's good. early you, you, 30s. Yeah. You'll appreciate it more. I love it. I, I'm like you. I don't want to stop. But in my 20s, I was I didn't know how to get organized. It's well, the thing, that's life. You're terrified in your 20s Yeah. to make that first step, to make yeah. that initial, you know, fuck it. Let's how old were you in 95? Just so I can feel maybe better. Or 32. Worse. There you go. That makes me feel better. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I was, I, I was like, uh, I, yeah, I was like, in my, I was my thirty-one or thirty when I did my first big festival. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, then, uh, then it, I, Paul Meyerhog. Yeah, he's call, awesome. They, they call me Three Month Mike in Britain because I'm never anywhere longer than three months. And yeah. I always thought my career was literally like a, a narcoleptic in a canoe. I just, I wake up. Oh, where am I now? Okay, let's yeah. put a show on. And then I fall asleep in my canoe. And where where am I now? And, and I, I I love that. 
Yeah. I love to you've got to scare yourself. I love that too. I'm reading a book right now about Herzog, the film director. Do you know him? Oh, w- 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 Werner, Werner? Werner Herzog. Herzog? He's yeah. Ta- Did you know he cheats all the time though? On his wife? No, in his movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's Which, a liar. But he tells everyone. Yeah, so he's, yeah. is, that, is, is that the liar? But that's kind of cool. He's fantastic. I know. Like that guy that was in the prison camp. Did you ever see that one? He was in a prison of war camp. Uh, yeah, yeah, Dieter. At Dieter. And yeah. he, ke- every, he keeps checking all those doors. Every time he goes in and out of the door, he makes... He yeah, Herzog that, made him do that. He made him do that. He never did that. I love that. That's what that... He what, makes documentaries like how he wants. Like they're, Yeah. He uh, alters it enough. Yeah. But he had the. I'm reading it now, and it's making me even more antsy because he's got. He he had that bug since he was a kid too, and he just wants to travel and like see everything and exploit everything for his own good. You know, like as you should. I that I know. As you should. As yeah, that's your adventure. That's your life's adventure. So I'm inspired. You're like uh, Herzogian, (laughs) or maybe he's Wilmotian. Uh, No, he's older. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry, but uh, yeah, he's uh, and he's funny. Yeah, he is. He's really funny. He was in. Uh, he was in that uh, Loch Ness monster uh, sort of parody, right? Where they uh, yeah. satire daily thingy. Yeah, yeah. He's awesome. What about? Um, let's get back to you, though. You're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I just brought that up because I am psyched about traveling more than ever. Good. And uh, you're an inspiration in that field for most of us com- well, young guys. Well, I'm. 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 I'm glad. I, I'm. Uh, you know. I'm glad. I, uh, that's what the road is all about, you know. I'm following someone, yeah, and, and knowing somebody's following me. That's that's what I like. Yeah. What have you ever done a show somewhere where you hate it? Fuck yeah. <laughs> I don't. They don't. I mean, to, like where you won't go back. I they mean. don't come to mind. Uh, no. No. Okay. No, good. I don't. I don't think there's any place that conspires to hate your guts. I mean, every club hates you every so often. Yeah. So I don't think there's any one place yeah it's like Maybe a combination Man- of factors manchester if they go back to midnight shows at the store i won't go there anymore oh are they they're insane, insane. i could imagine they're insane but now that they, they their second show is now at nine are they all like soccer freaks they're just drunk football freaks? they're just drunk, drunk angry northerners yeah but uh not not they're fantastic at eight they're so, brilliant at eight o'clock so in your utopian world everyone's still there who gives a shit right they're all night or whatever everyone's interesting you don't care you're not going to well, get I don't rid be- of. I don't believe in utopia for one because I think joy is something that that has to be uh, sparse in life, right? Because then your adventure is in, you are in search of utopia. Well, the real definition to, is utopia get- is like nowhere place, yeah, because it's impossible. It is impossible, and you wouldn't want it. But I like to ask people to get to their as best they can. To feel like a nirvana. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I should uh, I call this nirvana to me? U- U- utopia. <laughs> I could. I. I uh, my my feet could hurt a little less. <laughs> Case closed. <laughs> that would be the, the end. What about? Yeah, okay. So you got your feet bothering you, huh? Well, That's because you're a traveler. I'm working out now. Do you walk? Do you walk to all these countries you play uh, yeah, in? Uh, yeah, well, I, yeah, yeah. Well, this is your first jet to L.A., right? <laughs> I, I don't believe in flying. <laughs> I, I really think they're drugging you and bussing you they <laughs> to just, a soundstage. They tell you that it's all flying. They have yeah. the maps, though. You ever we go to Australia? Yeah, you ever end up in like Melbourne and go, "Hey, your accent's a little fishy." Oh, you, see, it's, <laughs> you got to sneak up on them. They can't. Yeah, they all. They all. Talk, everyone talks like me, <laughs> but you got to sneak up on them. You, you won't. You don't. You know. You gotta hide under a dinner. Yeah. Any of you hide under a dinner table. Everyone's English too. Yeah. There's no other languages. Isn't it's that all, crazy? It's all English. It's like a weird matrix designed by English aristocrats. If you hear people talking a foreign language, you just walk up to them for me and say, "Come on, knock it off." <laughs> That's yeah. absolute bullshit. Yeah, give me a break. Yeah, you're not fooling anybody. <laughs> what kind of uh, do you love all foods? Or are there specific foods you you would rather? I I did for a long time love all the wrong foods. Right. Uh, but food now. Uh, yeah, but who cares? Forget about health scares, whatever. What would you be your favorite food if you could eat anything? My wife's all, a good cook. All the time. Everything she makes. Yeah. What's yeah. her name again? Say Elaine. Elaine, yeah. She's been making me... She's uh, really nice. 30 years now we've been together, and uh, yeah, everything she makes is perfect. Yeah. I don't go to restaurants. I take her on the road. We're going to we're going to Australia for uh, she's she's coming. Yeah, you're saying that because the kids are gone now, right? Yeah. So she goes with you. Yeah. That's really cool. It's fantastic. Now. And she cooks. And she cooks. Nice. And uh, she's good at folding. I'm. Uh, <laughs> she's no, she's uh, she's she's my boss. She's like my hero. She's everything. 
Wow, that's really nice. Yeah, she's a, she takes care of me like I like because I'm a freak. I this is not I'm not I have a disorder that I'm glad is comedy based. Yeah, because I'm, I'm just I'm just checking the levels. I, well, I got to do that thing. You could just say Mike, <laughs> Mike, Mike, or, or snap. I but I don't want you to not be comfortable. How can I not? There. <laughs> oh, yeah, I nice. just shifted. I'm, not, I'm supporting my elbow. That's very nice to hear. A lot of, uh, yeah, there's a lot of good older guys in comedy that go on the road a lot too and still love their wives and have a good relationship. And that's inspiring to me because I'm only a year and a half into being married. Oh, well, well see, oh, when I first went on the road, uh, I was just starting to go on the road. Yeah, and uh, I phoned her maybe four times a day. This is when they had pay phones. These are these archaic things, unbelievable. I'm gonna hit up with a rock in it. Had to be the same, the right size. Yeah, three rocks. You had a large rock would give you a half hour. Medium sized rock, fifteen minutes. Yeah, little rocks. You'd think it'd save money, but you'd be surprised how long you talk. Yeah, you have to have a lot of little rocks. If Back you... then, rich men had most rocks. Little rocks, yeah, because you needed you, you had to be strong to get yeah. little rocks. Yeah, because you had to make the big ones into little ones. So, like rich guys would have a big boulder and they just chip away. Yes, yes, and and then then along came the hammer, and then they had to change everything. <laughs> yeah. Then they had all the nouveau reach, yeah, well, right? Yeah, anybody could swing a hammer. That the was invention it. of the hammer was like the bootleggers uh, just getting. They changed the. Fine they books. changed. It's it's not the printing press, okay? <laughs> it's not the printing press. It was yeah. The, it was the first rock hammer. People think yeah. People think printing press. Nah, rock didn't hammer. change a fucking thing. The printing press. People just went yeah yeah. I knew that. <laughs> Once things got printed, it, yeah. What well, we all know that. Yeah, you're just telling me something I know already. It wasn't until science fiction. That the printing press really kicked off. People like that kind of writing because you were right. going to the moon. Yeah, you can't go to immune, the moon with just a hammer. No. You but could you'd try. Be rich. You could try. You'd be stinking you rich. Could build a pebble rocket to the moon. <laughs> Imagine a guy kept going to the moon to chip away at it and come back and use it as currency. Moon rock? Yeah. I bet that's worth a lot of fucking money, moon one. I, I bet I, I'm going to have to watch that show again. <laughs> What show? The one about the moon rocks. They take uh, planetary rocks. Yeah, everybody listening knows that show. Moon rocks. What did Brent Butt used to have that great job? But this this guy's shady jewelers on the beach with their with their rings. I don't know. I had one like see this. Oh yeah, see this here. That rock. That rock's uh, that's from Jupiter, and (laughs) and that's the biggest planet on the Earth. He's the best. He did this. He was one of the first ones. Oh, Butsky was on this. Yeah. Oh, he's a sweetheart. And, He's an absolute uh, sweetheart. I was still learning how to do it, but he was great. And, I was just uh, out with him and his wife. I, I'm in still Vancouver. learning how to do it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Well, his, I was going to say, because his utopia, I figured you might be similar, but his was like Butter. pretty much everything he has now, except cheese sandwiches don't affect him. Oh, wow. He can eat as much as he wants. Well, my, yeah. Already, even, yeah. Already my feet are feeling better, just, just knowing See? that. See? Isn't that nice? This is a good show. Yeah. Yeah. See? Yeah. It's relaxing. Uh-huh. Moon rocks. Um, so you got to watch that show again. Okay, I see. You like the house, but you're mostly traveling anyways. So you don't need a house. You don't care. You're staying in nice no, hotels. No, I, I don't care about shelter that much, as long as it's warm. Yeah. And, you know, uh, and I've got a nice, I got, I got a cable package. And in your perfect utopian world, Elaine would be with you all the time, cooking and hanging out. and having... Not all the time. Come <laughs> on. Oh, really? What else would she do? Uh, she, she's an, a fiercely independent woman who's got her own shit She's going. doing her thing. Yeah. So she's still around with you is what I meant. Yeah, we're same, the same team. Okay, cool. I like that. There's no I in Wilmot except for the, that, that one at the beginning. What about if you could think of like a soundtrack to your journeys in this utopian world, what would the music be like? Uh, oh, What a Beautiful Morning, Count Basie and, uh, and uh, Ray Charles. Really? Yeah. You like those uh, old school guys. You, you ever heard Oh, What a Beautiful Morning? Uh, uh, Ray Charles, Count Basie Orchestra? Uh, no, I've, I've, probably. I you, mean, no, you, you would have remembered. I'll play it for you later. I know on. Count Basie. I've, I've got it on my phone. It's instrumental stuff. I, uh, play yeah. it right now. I, I can play it right in this. Play it into the speakers. And, and this, will, uh, this will give you, and I, you won't get sued by, uh, well, they're both dead. And, uh, <laughs> but uh, this is. Uh, remar- That'd be weird if Count Basie was still alive. Or one of his children, which I'm, I'm not sure. Is, oh, right. His, uh, well, you know, it's royalty. So it would be a Count. I think the next one down is a. Is a I think a, they would appreciate. A Viceroy. The pro- I think they would appreciate the promo. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. We can just have this in the background. Yeah. So this is my music of, of my life. This is the music of my. Is it working? Did we unplug it? No, it's. 
No, it should work. Oh, yeah, because the music was still playing when we unplugged that other thing. Can you just play it from your phone from there? What? Just play it from the... F- what the... You know, it's this kind of bullshit. Oh, no, I didn't have the sound on. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is... I'm old. This technology is bullshit. Oh, there you go. Okay, no, no, no. Who's that? There's a bright golden haze. When it starts to swing. Do you guys know this song? When it starts to this swing. is the song that Mike will see, see, be playing is, constantly in his world. This, this is this song is, is is in my brain. If you ever if you ever see me on the street, yeah. and I'm and know out of nowhere I just start to twirl. <laughs> it's because I'm listening to this in my brain. Really? Yeah, I don't need headphones. I'm gonna download this song. Wait till it starts swinging. Well, sorry, sorry. He, this just this just chipping away. We don't start to rock. No, we can just in the background. When, when, when okay. it swings, I'll bring it over. All right, I'll just turn it down a bit. But like, oh, Jesus! But it's, it's, when? Okay, then this. I'm really impressed that this was so impressional upon you. When did you first hear it, it and why has it made such an impression? What a beautiful morning! Oh my God! Yeah. Yes, what a wonderful day. And then, again, then, nice. then he starts to really rock out in a few uh, a few moments. Yeah. But uh, yeah, how do you not twirl? It's a very nice, very positive message. You know why? I'll tell you. This is for everyone listening. Yeah. This is where you get joy. And every so if you're lucky enough, yeah. this kind of joy will create goosebumps. And if you get goosebumps from something like this, yeah. you live an extra year of life. Wow. Yeah, but if you tickle your neck to get them, cancer. Isn't that weird? <laughs> yeah, it's like the opposite of smoking. Yeah, so, yeah, so don't tickle your neck. Yeah. What a beautiful morning. There's the count. Yeah, that's, that, that's the twirl. That, yeah. How do you not twirl? <laughs> I've got a beautiful feeling. I got everything. Awesome. See now that that that's that's when you when you hear something like that, you think you know what? There's hope for humanity. Yeah. There's still uh, there's a spark of hope. And keeping in mind, though, this was in the 50s yeah. or early 60s, but there's still magic. Being, people are still out there making magic out of the ether. Yeah. And, 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 and there's a chance that we're not going to be eating one another. But I, I doubt it. <laughs> I, I still think we're going to be eating each other. The but irony people is, will is be, people will be eating each other. To while this. this is, yeah. To this. Because it will be a beautiful morning because they found a human to eat. Yeah, a funny, you know, and, and, and it'd be a nice place. <laughs> yeah, a high-end long pig establishment. Oh, I'll, I'll, we, uh, I talked about long pig on this already with someone else. What, 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 in a utopia show, you yeah. talk about long pig. Well, that's we rare. Got, we digressed. Uh, did you, you notice we digressed a you, bit? Yeah, on this yeah, show? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how, how you two shows you've got the eating humans. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Both as uh, something we don't want. Um, if you like that song, go look at Char- whatever Ray Charles and Count Basie. A beautiful morning. Yeah, it's called Ray Sings Basie Swings. And buy it on iTunes. There, their families should be happy. iTunes. Buy it on iTunes. Yeah, you cheap bastards, <laughs> to do it. We're artists. You gotta. You gotta. You gotta support Ray well, how Charles. Could, if you ever, if you meet him in heaven. Yeah. And how can you look at him? How can you even talk to this man if you've stolen from his? And from he's his gonna wallet? have vision in heaven. No, no. Oh, really? No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, it's exactly the same. He's a little yeah, he'd old. Be pissed, actually. He's a little old man in heaven. <laughs> you, you, you get there just the way you left. He'd be like, "You give me eyes now? Screw you!" No, no, he met his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the hell are you doing here? Uh, we've been up here for years. When did you first hear this song? And when did you first go, "Damn, uh, this is my favorite song"? Oh, a big fan of Basie when I was a, a young man. Oh, I, you like I, jazz? There was a an old record store, Queen and Broadview, called Don's Discs. And when oh, I was yeah. a kid, for lunch hours, I would go down the basement and go through all their vinyls. Oh wow! Uh, they would just like eighty-nine cents, and I, I, I discovered all these guys. I did. I discovered Count Basie. I discovered Louis Armstrong. Yeah. No one knew of these people. Yeah, it was just me, and I would play them on my record. And I, and all yeah. my, 
All my all my yes records ended up going out the window. All those kind of oh genesis and all that kind of shit. Once you discovered jazz, all out the yeah, all in the large yards. I listen to that stuff now because it reminds me of when I was young. But when I was a young lad, I just loved jazz. I fell in love with it. And blues. I really loved it. Because of how full the sound was with the horns uh, and all that? How, that's it, precisely. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. you know, uh, uh, the, the bigness of it. Yeah. And how loud it is. If you go, even if you go to see a trio in a small place, if they got a horn in that trio or, 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 or a quartet, yeah. It's it's a loud evening out. Like the, you know, not everything was made to to watch in an airplane hangar. Like you can, you know, you, you can listen to these kind of musicians <laughs> in a in a really cool room. So I like picturing you right now skipping along the world and twirling, traveler tr- twirling to big Count Basie oh, brass yeah. sounds. Uh, what uh, was the other Oscar con- Peterson? Uh, oh, I, do, I do a lot of twirling to Oscar. Isn't that crazy that that statue of him never stops playing in Ottawa? Did you know about that? Yeah, right in front of the... Uh, uh, well, we were right across from it at the yeah. Lord Elgin. Yeah. But it plays his music 24-7. That's wonderful. That's crazy. That's wonderful. That It's sort of like a faucet running the whole time. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, if you hate him. <laughs> if you don't like jazz piano, you'll be moving. Someone turn that off, yeah, some angry dad. You just come out, just set it on fire, rams it with a truck. Fuck enough with it. What's that other big conductor from could the Could be Count worse. Okay. It could be like the world's best tuba player could be out there at his statue and all, all day long to see her. Oompa, oompa, oh, God, oompa, yeah. Oompa, Some polka oompa, legend. Oompa, oompa. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> there are polka legends. There's too. a Yankovic that was yeah. a polka legend that's not, weirdly enough, Weird Al's dad. That's out west. Isn't he like a western Canadian? I don't know. But it's you would think because Weird Al does the polka parodies that that's his dad, but it's not. No, no. Weird, eh? No. Well, not, that's weird. not weird. Not weird. Yeah, not weird, eh? <laughs> not weird related, eh? <laughs> what's the other big conductor? Uh, Duke Ellington? The, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Eli. I, I like Ellington. But you knew, like, you can see... Ella Fitzgerald, I'm a huge fan of. See, for me, I'm not sure how to choose between Count Basie and Duke Ellington. It's too... Duke, Duke is know. a bow tie. Oh, I see. Count Ellington, you can, you can take your tie off. Count Ellington... Count- or Count, Count Basie. Basie. Count Basie. So I, yeah. get, I get the royal family mixed up. Uh, <laughs> Basie swings like like a crazy motherfucker. Like it's right. like it, it'll it'll change your way you your, your walk and your breath. Uh, uh, the Duke yeah. is elegant. It's so elegant. Like ballroom. It's, it's like elegance personified. It gets pretty. There's, Duke Ellington's ballroom. There's Count some Basie's ro- jazz. There's club. A, the recording of a Duke's band in a Newport Jazz Festival years ago. The famous uh, sax solo that this band. No one touched it at that point. But Count Basie, if you were in Kansas City, you would have to play versus Count Basie. There oh, was yeah. like two or three orchestras that, that were the orchestra, and Basie would be one of them. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, he, like Count Basie uh, and with, with Sinatra is, 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 is stunning. It's, it's remarkable. It's magical. Yeah. And with Ray Charles, it just, they just take so it So you like the else. guys that are a little bit loose, swing a bit more. Yeah. Did you like jazz when it started to get a bit more wild like that? Like I, I grew up liking. I like got, you like the Coltrane. I got uh, into that trio, or just like I would or have if I grew quartet. up in that era. Yeah, I got tired of the cliche. I knew what notes were coming because so many songs were done over and over and over and over. Right. And over. That when Bebop came out, it was for people that did love jazz. That yeah. wanted something different because of, you could you, you were you're telecasting. Mm-hmm. Or not telecast? To teleprop? No, you, you were just one ahead. <laughs> I just said, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah telecasting. Yeah, yeah. yeah telecast. That's a guitar. <laughs> anyway, my point being. But do you like the like the stuff? To I don't me, like when it gets ridiculous. You don't like yeah the abstract stuff. But right? I, I can get to me ridiculous. Yeah, I, I can I, like anything weirder than Thelonious. I can't listen to. Thelonious. But I what about the Coltrane Quartet when they would really? He would just rip for a long time. I like some of that. Yeah, I like the. Uh, he does a, a similar uh, from a from a Disney picture. He does a uh, a Disney picture riff uh, tune. I can't remember. Oh, my favorite thing. Yeah, yeah, that's and, a good and, one. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that era. yeah, fantastic yeah. stuff. Yeah, you, this is kind of the cool. fact that him and, and Hendrix in a, in a in an alternate universe might have played together. Isn't that crazy? That, that would have yeah. Been, yeah. Too bad drugs. Yeah, um, well, drugs for one and cancer for the other, wasn't it? Which one? Cancer. Uh, didn't Coltrane? Coltrane had cancer. But he... Uh, but he was known to sniff heroin. glue. 
It was I, think he was, I think he might have it was big been huffer. heroin. Big, big huffer of glue. Yeah. yeah. LePage's. That stuff People used to say to him, keep the glue away from the reed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's why that's where it gets weird. That's why he's all over the place. Yeah, the abstract albums well, is because well, there's glue everywhere. Well, his third album is called Sticky Fingers for a reason. Or that's the Stones. They, they were big glue sniffers too. Sticky Fingers, come on! Yeah. He's got that album, The Interstellar uh, Universe is Stuck on Everything. Well, oh. it's that's not heroin. <laughs> that's acid. Didn't uh, I yeah. think heroin? Your album would just be called <laughs> PFFH. <laughs> um, this is corny. What do you think about the illusions? Like, to comedy is like jazz. Do you agree? Uh, no. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know. Maybe I, from people. I think. I think people. I think people that don't know how to play instruments like that. <laughs> Oh, yeah, lot. jazz musicians are like, fuck, well, fuck you. off. <laughs> Get the, yeah. Yeah. You know how much practice I've put at work? <laughs> You're up there telling nine minutes of cock jokes and what? You, what? <laughs> you fucking, it's more like rock and roll. Every artist, yeah, there's every there's always like, oh, when I really get into my thing, man, it's like jazz. But yeah, you're right. Jazz well, you're, well, musicians are like, fuck you. Get, you. You, get, you get good at you get good at whatever your instrument is. Yeah, and, you know, if it, if it's riffing jokes, I still don't think that's jazz. I think it stands on its own. It's comedy, right? It's weirder. Comedy's weirder. It's weirder. weirder. It's older. Yeah. You know, they, they didn't know how to make instruments when this kind of shit started. I would like to be like the Coltrane Quartet of uh, comedy. You already are. <laughs> Just because I said it. Just because, yeah, yeah. That's one of the things. If you say it long enough, eventually critics will. Yeah. And then the, you'll ben be labeled it. will say it. And, 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 then, and, and, two and then you'll be stuck in it. And you'll never get out of that Fuck Coltrane that. thing. Yeah. Well, I used to joke about how much I loved pizza all the time. And for years... People would say pizza to me all the time, and it took me, like, a good few years to get out of that. Oh. Like, never mention pizza ever again. I had a joke about, oh, suck a dick for money. Yeah. Or something. And I, I mean, now a bunch of people do variations pe- pe- on that. People would go, uh, hey, there's the suck a dick guy. Yay. <laughs> I got to leave town in two months. Yeah, maybe I got to get the fuck maybe, out of here. Maybe that had something to do with it. <laughs> I got to... Hey, it's a suck a dick guy. Uh, and they would just confess to the dirtiest shit in their lives. It must be difficult to watch a guy for an hour and not think you're friends, especially if you're if you're doing a b- bits that are close to your home. Yeah. For an hour. People do come up and they feel as though they know you. It's true. And they can just confess up some horrible shit. Well, I loved watching you blow the minds of those norms the other night at the comedy bar. There were some straight-laced people that were like, ooh. Oh, that was weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, 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 it was you, a good show, though. It was like, a lot of fun. I, the uh, people that were there that are savvy were killing themselves. Yeah, it was... Uh, they just... Uh, a lot of people I don't like are, are still expecting jokes. Should I ruin one of your big pieces? Tell them what it's what, about. What ruin? Which one? <laughs> you have like a triple... Oh, shit myself. <laughs> The three times I've shit myself as an adult, each one of them was hilarious. But that's like a 20-minute super detailed bit. I could keep going. <laughs> I might add a fourth one. It's really good. It's uh, I'm doing a festival coming up. I like taking, like, I've got this one now. I'm talking to an invisible guy, and it just keeps getting longer and longer and longer. Oh, really? And uh, Well, he's not invisible to me. It's my son, Murray, the stay still guy. Is it Clint Eastwood talking to the chair? Uh, no, way funnier. No, actually not funnier. That was funny, but in a really uncomfortable... Yeah. It was oh. funny if someone else wrote it for him. Yeah. Which probably is what happened. And it didn't riff. He was trying to riff. Yeah. See, like, actor, oh, yeah. Actors, they always forget they're not writers. Yeah. And then moments like that happen. One time I was at the Alt Dot years ago, maybe four or five years ago, not that long ago, but um, uh, it... The the all thought started with an actress that was giving it her shot, right? And her friends were there to film it and everything. And she, off the top, did 15, 20 minutes. And I can't remember the specifics, but it was brutal, of course. And then Deborah De Giovanni came on right after her. Whoa. And destroyed of course. her dreams. It was beautiful. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I, I know what you mean. I don't like yeah. when people underestimate what we do. Yeah. I don't like people that think it's easy. I really want everyone that thinks it's easy to go and do it. Yeah, 
I, everyone that thinks we're just making it up as we go along, which in some, if you're lucky and you see a decent show, you see a lot of it. That, that's the riffing in between, but the melody has to stay the same. Yeah. It's, good, it's just like jazz. It's just like jazz. Because that's music talk. I am the Sun Ra of uh, comedy. <laughs> okay. Who can I Who can I? Who can I be? Who can I be? You're uh, Count Bass. No, yeah, I'll be Count Basie. <laughs> yeah, why not? I'll be Ella. I'll be Ella Fitzgerald. I'll be the Ella Fitzgerald of comedy, Scoot and Doodley. That's great. It's Scoot hard to say your name and not say that, elephant. That's my name. Uh, my new jazz name. Scoot and Doodley. That, that's, <laughs> please walk on the stage, Scoot and Doodley. Yeah, and, Everyone leaves. And please keep it down for Mr. Wonky Ticker. <laughs> Come on, please. No, no loud noises. <laughs> Hi. For, for the saxophone stylings of Wonky Ticker. Have you ever seen an act out of all the world you've been uh, where you're like, this guy's going to die on stage? Like, literally, physically? Yes. Several times. Really? Who? Yeah. Uh, I can't say. When you were an act. <laughs> oh, shit. It's a Canadian. It's a Canadian. <laughs> uh, that I thought, oh, my gosh. <laughs> you're dead. You're going to die right up there. When you were in Africa, did you see this guy, Basket Mouth? No. Oh, my God. There's a South African uh, comedian right now named Basketmouth, and he's amazing. Anyways, just Wait, checking. Why do they call him Basketmouth? I don't know. I met him at Just for Last this year. I looked up his stuff. It's crazy. I, I knew David Cow. He was like one of the first black comics. It wasn't like a like a, a step and fetch it kind of South African. They had a few comics like that that were playing it, playing it up for Whitey. Yeah. But there was a guy, uh, David Cow, was like one of the first young man to, to come out of the just uh, out, out of the shanty towns and tell it amazing and it was amazing to watch him slowly take over the whole festival yeah basketmouth says the realness says so he's got this giant bit about uh, aids it's really fucking funny yeah it's crazy yeah cool i'll look him up okay i want to wrap this up soon unless you want to make it a two part and we'll just go for another hour no <laughs> I knew you'd give a nice, loud, honking note. Okay. I have to put all that tea away. It's going to take me at least an hour. I know. I said I like tea uh, before I came over here, and um, Mike and Elaine set out half of their teas, and there's like, what, 10, 13 10, boxes? 10, 10, I was going to say 12. So thank you very much for all the Plus options. the Neocitrin. Elaine th- thought, just in case, yeah. you're a little chilly, <laughs> want a little drugs. If I did Neo Citroen, I'd be dead. Yeah, well, this is the non Oh, daytime? Yeah, no, okay. no, we just put speed in it. Well, thanks for all the tea options. Oh, did, I had a nice you? green tea. If, yeah, people listening know I drink green tea all the time. Whatever. I, and I had, the, I had a coffee myself. <laughs> <laughs> so we digressed a lot, but I don't care because... I'm living in a utopia. My feet could be a little nicer. Not, no, they're pleasant <laughs> to look at. Toes are a bit shabby, but... But you, you're basically living the life you live. I'm, I'm, I'm living a life. That, you're, you're traveling. You're twirling to Ray Charles and Count Basie. Yes. Beautiful morning. Mm-hmm. Elaine is there with you. Uh, Solid for all, 29 years. Yeah. Cooking great meals. Two beautiful do, daughters. Doing her own thing I'm gonna when you're be busy. A, I'm going to be a grandfather in August. Hey, congratulations. I'm living in Utopia. Yeah. You, that's, it is nice when I, I have a guest and they are living in a utopia. And uh, except your feet could not hurt not, not as much. Right now they're fine. Yeah. At night, after after all the working and running around right. with the with the treadmill. And the, Do you and think the treadmills increase the pain? Uh, no, it's bringing a, a, it's bringing a, a feeling back to my extremities. You have good running shoes. I have fantastic running running shoes. Okay, good. Rumming shoes? Yes, I drink rum. <laughs> I got rum in my shoes. These are uh, yeah. Yes, thank they're you. over there. Lucky they stand right out. Oh yeah, and your dog Jack hasn't eaten them yet. Not. Yeah, that's a good point. I should actually put those up. <laughs> Uh, okay, one last thing I want to ask, and I just thought of this, who cares? But was there like sort of a global philosophy you would like your utopian world to have? Like, you know, maybe a religion, maybe like a sort of point of view? Yes. Yeah. Be comfortable knowing that you know nothing about the afterlife. Try to be comfortable in knowing you do not know, even though you think you do, you do not know anything about the afterlife. You know nothing about it. And be comfortable knowing that you know nothing, again, once more, about the afterlife. And quit telling people you know, because you know in your heart of hearts, you don't. Wow. I love that. I think we should just end after that. That sounds... That, that, it's better than the sore foot thing earlier. That, that came from your... Heart. Yeah, well, my brain, actually. (laughs) 
<laughs> see, it's, it's precisely that kind of thinking that I need that needs to go away. I ruined the great message after all that. <laughs> Well, did you have fun? I had a ball, Chris. Me I love you. you. You're a good kid. You're, 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 I get young hanging around. <laughs> well, thanks. Thanks very much. Uh, yeah, you know I'm a huge fan. I don't have to say that again. So it's been a lot of. It's been a blast. I'm, I'm glad I, I, I kept the microphone close to my face for half uh, the time. For half of the time. <laughs> I was watching. Okay. Now I'm going to try and make my way back to Toronto from Scarborough. Yeah, you're <laughs> ten feet in. <laughs> Subway's the top of the street. <laughs> Thanks so much for doing it. Thank you for having me. It was awesome. You're the best. God bless you. Okay, bye. Okay, guys, that was Mike Wilmot. Mike, if you're listening, thanks so much again for coming on. It was so much fun. You're probably somewhere across the world uh, making everybody laugh. Maybe you're still in Australia. I don't know. But uh, you're out there traveling. Anybody uh, listening to this, go see Mike whenever you can. It's the funniest. He's uh, honestly, like I said, he's part of the holy three which i may have just made up now they wouldn't like to be called that but he's the best uh he's so funny and uh yeah follow him at mike wilmot one to find out when shows are coming up and more and i'm just gonna wrap it up now because uh i'm going on a big trip tomorrow and my suitcase is uh, packed and my cat keeps jumping in my suitcase bernadette as you know and i gotta get her out and then i gotta zip it up and go to bed but you know what follow the podcast at utopia to me and follow me for stand-up uh, stuff and all, all kinds of jokes at, at Chris Lock Fun. And keep listening. Keep passing along. Thanks so much again. I really appreciate it. You guys are awesome. You're the best. And I will see you soon from the moon. Bye. Thank you.